I can see we're having technical issues already. Let's just pick up all things radio right from here. Good evening, Jeff. Good evening, panel, everyone. Um, my goodness, we're having real issues here. But uh, I kind of feeling, I kind of had feeling that was going to happen. Um, we're we're um, we had three un- major computer breakdowns before we started tonight, and I wasn't sure how well we were going to be able to do this. But anyway, Jeff, take it away. Well, not that this is radio. <laughs> that, you know, don't worry about it. Yeah, well, it's radio. We'll say good yeah, evening, good right afternoon. Good, that's right. Good evening, good afternoon, good yeah. morning. Wherever you're listening, listening to All Things Radio Live on The Legend. First of all, we're going to start things off with our radio news from a national perspective. Follow that up with our calls and feedback section. And Jennifer Sparks will follow that with the call letter and format changes. After this, Bill Sparks will present an air check of Neil Rogers from October 13th, 1993. Let's travel next to the West Coast, where I've got an air check, and there are very few of these around, of Sam Riddle on KHJAM from August 13th, 1968. Now, he was one of the original boss jocks, but there just aren't a lot of air checks of him. Finally, we're going to hear two different radio stations in my featured station section. We're traveling to Miami, Florida, and we're going to hear Hits 97.3 WFLC-FM with their variety hits format, and then we're go- or the rhythmic format, I should say, and then we're going to listen to radio station KTHX-FM in uh, Reno, Nevada with their variety hits format. So all in all, yes, we do have a rather busy show today, but I'm sure that you guys will have questions for us, and I'm sure that we'll be talking about what's going on in the world of radio as well as what's going on all over the place. So there you go. That's what's going on in today's show. Well, we got things fixed now, Jeff. Oh, we right. did yeah, an emergency repair. on the air because you never know, but we are. So yeah. Good. No, we're no problem with the on the air stuff. It was the internal problem here and we got it fixed. So we can play the theme song or just go right on to the news. And I go think, right to the radio news. Yeah, but just oh, remember, radio it. educates, syncopates, and it communicates. That's well, important. we know, but we'll put it in the All right. regular. Here's your post. host, Bill Sparks. Here right. he is. Yeah, here you go. But here goes our award winner, Jeff Bennett. Oh, I thought. They want the car. There went the car machine. <laughs> you know. I'm Jeff Bennett for All Things Radio, and here's what's happening in the world of broadcasting. Get Eric Ferguson's days at radio station WTMX be numbered. The National Association of Broadcasters wants the FCC to deregulate radio ownership. We'll let you know what's happening on the street and begin our look at the Nielsen September Personal People Meter Ratings. It was yet another busy week this week in the world of broadcasting, and radio station WTMX-FM makes news once again. We told you last week that Eric Ferguson was being sued by a former WTMX warning producer. Her name is Cynthia Nicolo. Well, two other women have also come forward, also saying in the lawsuit against Eric Ferguson and radio station WTMX-FM that they were also harassed as well. One of the women is Melissa McGurn, who was a former morning host with Eric Ferguson. However, she quit the morning show in 2020 and is now working for Odyssey-owned radio station WUSN-FM. She says that Eric Ferguson caused a toxic relationship with the female employees working for him at the radio station. Another female employee said that at a Christmas party in 2003, Eric Ferguson groped her. Eric 
Eric Ferguson, through his attorney, is denying all of these allegations. Hubbard Broadcasting certainly can't ignore what's happening with Eric Ferguson and at radio station WTMX-FM. Hubbard Broadcasting has placed Eric Ferguson on leave through the month of October, and the future of Eric Ferguson's employment with the radio station is certainly in doubt. We'll let you know more about this story as it develops in the next few months. In other news, the Federal Communications Commission is seeking comments concerning radio ownership and deregulating that radio ownership. The National Association of Broadcasters in comments of the FCC says that radio ownership should be deregulated, and other companies are also commenting on this issue as well. We'll let you know more about this in a future All Things Radio live broadcast. Now let's take a look and find out what's happening on the street. If you live in Buffalo, New York, you're noticing changes at radio station WECK-FM and its three FM translators. The station has gone back to its oldies format, playing music of the 60s, 70s, and 80s. The station is being consulted by Tom Landmeyer, who at one time was a consultant and program director at radio station WGN-AM in Chicago, Illinois. Cox Media Company has entered into an agreement with Q. Q is a company that provides text displays to car radios so that when Cox radio stations are listened to, they can provide traffic reports, but most importantly, they can also provide textual advertisements. In other news, Town Square Media has made changes to the radio landscape in Grand Rapids, Michigan at radio station WLHTFM. They've hired Joe Pesch as their new morning host. Joe Pesch comes to this radio station after working at KCYY FM in San Antonio, Texas, and he also worked at radio station WNOWFM in Indianapolis, Indiana as well. The state of AM radio continues to decline. It happened in Portland, Oregon, and Norfolk, Virginia. In Portland, Oregon, Crawford Broadcasting has surrendered the license of radio station KKPZ-FM after selling its FM translator. Why? Because they were unable to find a buyer for the radio station. And in Norfolk, Virginia, Saga has surrendered the license for radio station WJYY-AM. They transmit on a frequency of 1230. The station had undergone some major repairs, and because Saga felt that the station was no longer viable as an AM broadcaster, they've surrendered that license to the FCC as well. Well, it's never too early to hear Christmas music on the radio, and you're hearing Christmas music in Youngstown, Ohio, at radio station WWIZ-FM. The station broadcasts an oldies format, an old and operated by Cumulus, and they're providing joy by playing Christmas music so early in the year. Congratulations go out to Joe Bonadonna, who's the new afternoon radio announcer at radio station WZZO-FM in Allentown, Pennsylvania. WZZO-FM is owned and operated by Cumulus. Joe Bonadonna comes to this radio station after working for iHeartMedia in Rochester, New York. However, Joe Bonadonna is also famous for spending 22 years working at radio station WMMR-FM in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania from 1977 to 1999. Alpha Media is looking for a new midday personality to work at radio station KUPL-FM in Portland, Oregon. The station programs the country format. Jen Hayes is leaving the radio station. Why? She says it's her choice. She wants to spend more time with her family. Cumulus is syndicating yet another morning show from radio station WKHX-FM. The morning show hosts are Kincaid and Dallas, and they're being syndicated on 25 country radio stations. The syndication unit is Westwood One Radio. Bonneville is also making news this week because they're taking over the operations of radio station KZNS-AM and its FM translator in Salt Lake City, Missouri. The station is owned and operated by the Utah Jazz, and they're going to be running this sports radio station, and I'll also be carrying Utah Jazz basketball as well. And as part of the deal, Bonneville will also carry Utah Jazz basketball on radio station KSL and its FM translator. Finally, Skyview Media is growing its syndication portfolio because they're going to be the new syndicated arm for the Jody Sam and Murphy Show. The Jody Sam and Murphy Show airs on radio stations throughout the South, notably WBBQFM in Augusta, Georgia. Now it's time to begin our look at the September Personal People Meter ratings. In New York City, the number one ranked radio station is WL 
WFM with an adult contemporary format, and they really did very well with an 8.4 share of the audience. The number two ranked radio station is WBLS-FM with an urban adult contemporary format. And finally, the number three ranked radio station in New York City is WCBS-FM with a classic hits format. It should also be noted that two radio stations did fairly well in the ratings, WORAM with its conservative talk format, as well as WABC also programming in a conservative talk format. However, the number one ranked AM radio station in New York City is still WINSAM with its all-news operation. In Los Angeles, California, the number one-ranked radio station is KOSTFM with an adult contemporary format. The number two-ranked radio station is KRTHFM with a classic hits format. And finally, the number three-ranked radio station in Los Angeles, California is KTWVFM with their rhythmic adult contemporary format. In Chicago, Illinois, the number one-ranked radio station is WBBMAM with its all-news operation. The number two-ranked radio station is WVAZFM with their urban adult contemporary format. And finally, the number three-ranked radio station in Chicago, Illinois, is WLIT-FM with an adult contemporary format. In San Francisco, California, the number one-ranked radio station is KQED-FM with a news talk format. That's the public broadcaster. The number two-ranked radio station is KNBR-AM with its all-sports operation. And finally, the number three-ranked radio station in San Francisco, California, is KCBS-AM with its all-news operation. In Dallas, Texas, the number one-ranked radio station is KHKS-FM with a pop CHR format. The number two-ranked radio station is KLNO-FM with a Mexican regional format. And finally, the number three-ranked radio station in Dallas, Texas is KLUV-FM with a classic its format. In Houston, Texas, the number one-ranked radio station is KODA-FM with an adult contemporary format. The number two-ranked radio station is KSBJ-FM with a Christian CHR format. And finally, the number three-ranked radio station in Houston, Texas is KLNO-FM with a regional Mexican format. In Atlanta, Georgia, the number one-ranked radio station is WSBAM with a news talk format. The number two-ranked radio station is WSRVFM with a classic hits format. And finally, the number three-ranked radio station in Atlanta, Georgia is WALRFM with an urban adult contemporary format. In Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, the number one-ranked radio station is WDASFM with an urban adult contemporary format. The number two-ranked radio station is WMMRFM with a rock format. And finally, the number three-ranked radio station in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania is WMGKFM with a classic rock format. It should be interesting to note that radio station KYWAM is the number fourth rank radio station in the city of brotherly love. Out on Long Island, the number one rank radio station is WCBS-FM with a classic hits format. The number two rank radio station is WBLI-FM with a top 40 format. And finally, the number three rank radio station out on Long Island is WBLS-FM with an urban adult contemporary format. In Riverside, California, the number one rank radio station is KOLA-FM with a classic hits format. The number two rank radio station is KLYY-FM with a Spanish adult hits format. And finally, the number three rank radio station in Riverside, California is KSGN-FM with an adult contemporary format. In San Jose, California, this is rather unusual. The number one, two, and three rank radio stations are all talk radio stations. The number one rank radio station is KQED-FM. That's the public broadcaster with a news talk format. The number two rank radio station is KCBS-AM with its all-news operation. And finally, the number three rank radio station in San Jose, California is KNBR-AM with its all-sports operation. Finally, out of New Jersey, and that encompasses the counties of Middlesex, Somerset, and Union, the number one rank radio station is WSKQ-FM with a Spanish tropical format. The number two rank radio station is WAXQ-FM with a classic rock format. And finally, the number three rank radio station out of New Jersey is WBLS-FM with an urban adult contemporary format. Finally, according to those media monitors, here are the top commercials you heard on the radio this past week. Number one was the privacy search engine DuckDuckGo, followed by Indeed, Upside Services, Progressive Insurance, and 
Vicks. If you have any comments concerning this portion of the podcast, there are many ways you can get in touch with me. First of all, you can send me an email. My email address is Jeff. That's J-E-F-F Jeff at allthingsradio.net. Or you can send me a voicemail with our feedback line. The phone number is 800-693-0595. That's 800-693-0595. And hit option two for the podcast team. For All Things Radio, I'm Jeff Bennett. It's time once again for listener calls and feedback. To get in touch with the podcast team, call 800-693-0595 and hit option two for the podcast team. Yeah, I thought Don Geronimo was good on WXLO. I didn't care for the Don and Mike show that much when it aired. I, I just found it to be, you know, not great. That wasn't my cup of tea. I like the high energy top 40. It's good. It's too bad they discontinued that format. Thank you very much. Listener comments are always welcome. So give us a call on that feedback line, 800-693-0595. That's 800-693-0595. And hit option two for the podcast team. I think I'm going to be quiet the rest of the show. But I think, but I think we're we're back under control now. Thank you, Jeff. Now I would bet Jeff with that situation with Eric Ferguson. If it's one person, yeah. I think you might wow. be able to you might be able to say you know it was isolated, didn't happen, or but when they start to tally it up. When you start getting into multiple people, I, I think he's probably in some trouble. Yeah. It, doesn't, it doesn't really matter how many people there are. What, what's really going to be the, the figuring uh, figure? What's really going to be the pivotal point here is how many advertisers are going to that's correct on the radio show. Yeah. if he does, if he is able to come back, um, it's interesting that the Jazz are going back to KSL. They were there for many years with you know Hot Rod Huntley and all that. And uh, that they're going to go back there, and that's interesting. Sometimes you see that where they they want the big signal, even though they're uh, well, kind of running it's the all sports station. They have the other stations. At least that yeah. they were on. So now, now Bernie, would you like to hear the? Though. We do have the Indianapolis ratings, and I was going to give them to you right now. So I, you probably have them already, Bernie. But um, we have them. And number one go is ahead. and number one is WJJK <laughs> again. Yeah. And W well well WYXB, which was number one, is back is back is back at number two state. So they are recovering. WTLC FM is number three. WIBC FM is number four. WFMS is number five. And WFYI is number six. We'll go out we'll just give the top ten here. WIBC FM is number seven. WFBQ is number eight. And WLHK is number nine. That's the country station. And WZPL is number ten, so that's we've got so that, top ten. That WIBC number seven must be an HD two, right? No, that was now it is. They're not, on, on two translators. They're number seven. Wow. Well, now there's now there's also um, let's see if they have the if they've se- I don't know if they separate I don't know if they separated out the HD. I didn't see that, but let me just. Here, I'll, I'll help Jeff with when I oh, get thanks, to it. No, but what I was going to say was, Jeff, it should say down there WFNI, and they were in the top 10. But I'm telling you, when they went off their AM signal, I think they're struggling right a little bit. Where are they at, Jeff? They were, I just I just closed out the window, but they were number uh, four or five. Remember when I, when, I just, when I just read that, so... And they seven. didn't have, and they didn't have the seven. They didn't also have WFNI listed. They did have W, uh, WIBC is listed as WIBC HD two, but they were down kind of in the mud. So I'm not really sure. See, it's, uh, let's see what I'll get that while you guys talk about something else. And but uh, the, uh, that was interesting, Jeff, and maybe you can do that as a little feature 
throwing the top AM state, you know, just to see what AM is succeeding or, or how it's doing. Because uh, when the, when you don't have an AM in the top three, just to throw in in, in some of the markets what, what yeah, the I can do. I certainly can do that, Chris. As a matter of fact, the reason I pointed out WABC and WORAM is because with our the problems with the governor and Governor Cuomo resigning, yeah. Uh, that was it was one of the people who report on ratings f- f- figured that the reason that those AM stations, the conservative talk stations, were get, having as many listeners as they did is because they were all talking about the governor. However, WINS also in the last few books they've been going down in the book, although they're always they're always the top AM radio station. They went up again in this past in this past book. I, so I, I would imagine FAN still does well because they have that good signal too on AM. But they're but they but, but this, they do but have they, an FM, but it's probably not as good as six sixty. That goes all over the place. Yeah, there. Most they're, people probably listen to FM. Well, um, no, I, I think the FM is okay. It's on one hundred one point nine. The AM certainly has good coverage, but but yeah. I think the reason these AM stations are going off the air, and you have to understand, guys, is that AM it costs money to run these AM radio stations, and the and the return on the investment for running an AM radio station is just not yeah. there. And uh, yeah. I and it's going to be interesting. I think the FCC really kind of blew it. They should have incorporated FM or AM into another band, not 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 the AM band or another band like FM to make these to make these AM stations successful. But as Raleigh James said, the reason that they won't they didn't want to make it all digital initially is because in England all the AM all the digital stations and in Europe they're all they're all on the same frequency basically and they're all duplex, which means they can put all these stations on one channel. But imagine if you're a radio owner and you own a 50,000 watt station, but but when in the digital world, everything is equal. But wait a second. I paid $50 million for that right. AM signal. That's what, what you say on all, uh, let's talk about radio back in the 90s when they were talking about this, you know, Donna Halper and everybody and Scott Feibush, they were all talking about this and they said, never, you're never going to get WBZ to agree to be the same as you, Bob, as a 250-watt daytime station in Cambridge, you know, and that's what they were saying and, and that never happened. That They were exactly right. As a matter of fact, the one who brought that up as, as, as early as uh, when, when I started listening to her when she first got to XM Radio was Raleigh James who pointed that out, out on her talk show. So, yeah. So that's really the, the the whole point. But now it doesn't. Now AM is really struggling, and 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 radio in general is struggling. That's why they want to deregulate radio because they can't compete with the digital stuff. That when everything is on digital, how do you compete with a radio station? If if I want to hear a song by well by the Culture Club, I don't want I don't want to have to wait twenty minutes for the radio station to possibly play it. I can just go sure. to, I can just go to my voice assistant and play uh, yeah. Karma and play Chameleon. A song. I and Karma Chameleon. Or you yeah. or I can play Wake Me Up Before You Go Go by Wham or something. Or, or right. I can. Or even I wanted well, something even even we're crazier. Bill Moore eighties. <laughs> or, or, or even, or even, well, or even, or even so, I could even say I want an obscure song called "Straight Lines" by New Music. Then, by, by the way, that was a group, and I have their albums, and it's that's uh, spelled N E W M U S I K. New Music from. Yeah, uh, of course, their, it is. Are you familiar with them at all, well, Bernie? Have you? So no, but but what I wanted to say about the the AM signals is eventually these fifty thousand watt signals are going to be irrelevant anyway. I mean, we can all listen to these stations. Uh, other ways, right? You know, we and and we don't need to hear the static and the fading in and out at night and stuff. So ultimately, eventually, there it's not going to matter, and all it's going to be is a cost, yep. you know, an expense. And I think all the leagues, while when you're thinking about that, Bernie, need to think about streaming all the games all the time, like the NHL does. I agree. You know, totally just agree. get it done and be done with this because that's yeah. the way people are listening. And why not, if you're a Cubs fan, can't just sit exactly. in uh, Massachusetts and listen to the Cubs? Why not? I think, I think be able to do it and, and they ought to be able to run it because, I mean, it's, it's just going to be better for them. So yeah. why not? 
I'm even concerned about my the station I like, which is WINS. But really, at, at 20 years from now, is that station going to be relevant? Because if I can get my news in a second before before they've been, it, it's even broadcast on the radio. Is that station going to be relevant 20 years from now? Well, no, we I can't think answer still, that question. Radio still has a unique thing that it can do. It can send people there. Can you know? You got the INS is very good for reporters on the street, and they can do that kind of stuff. And I think that's still going to be relevant to people. But you, you, if it, it may not be on 1010 anymore, it may just be on your device. Well, that that's a very good possibility. That that's that's certainly a very good. That's certainly a very good when you think about it that way. But who knows? We really, do, we really don't know, but I, I don't know that I have that I see the future of radio as, as rosy as you as you see it, Chris. I really don't see it that way. I see. But what my no, point is, well, we could even call it radio. If, if what you're what you're not listening on ten ten, or you're not listening to the sports hub on ninety eight point five, or whatever, is it really radio? You know, when does it become not radio when it's devices? When does you know what I'm saying? It's still the same <laughs> programming. But it's oh, on the seeing the same thing with digital television because there's Channel 10 in, in Albany, New York, isn't really on Channel 10. It just right. has a digital yeah. name for, for, for familiarity, but the, the, the frequencies really mean nothing. Karen, can you please unmute yourself out there in uh, Knoxville, Tennessee, please? And then once we get hurt, I think Hello? Gary wanted to get into. Oh, yeah. Hey, Karen. Hey, Go ahead, Karen. Karen. Hi. Hi, Karen. I have a couple of questions. One is. Uh, you were mentioning Scott Bybush uh-huh. a while ago, and I get his. I am subscribed to his podcast. Yeah, and I haven't been getting any new. He podcasts. hasn't been producing. He it, that's uh, that's uh, catch as catch can with him. He's re- he's very busy consulting radio stations and doing the Northeast Radio Watch once a week. But his podcast oh. thing is a secondary thing, and he's mentioned that in his column, Karen. Oh, okay. Also, uh, on my favorites. Uh, I've had WNAR in Lansdale, Pennsylvania. Did that station finally go off the air, or is it? Don't know. I don't, I don't know. know. Nor- Norristown, right? I think Norristown, no. Pennsylvania, right? Yeah, but that, that, it's not the one that does all the old time radio. All the old time radio. Yeah, the old time in the mystery theaters and. Yeah, I don't know. I, you know, what you have to do, and I'm about to do it because I'm uh, building up my stream. I told you guys a few weeks ago that my stream decided to get rid of all my favorites for some strange reason, and I've been building them up. I was working on that today, and I'm going to get to the old time radio section. I'll go through there and see if it. Online. You know what wasn't online today when I went to put it in? Whoa, whoa. It was not there. I couldn't get it on the stream. I didn't ask Miss A about it, just, but I, I, maybe it's out of Utunes. I don't know what happened, but whoa, whoa wasn't around. One of the, one of the biggest problems that, that they have with the stream <clears throat> is, that, that, is that, unlike in Europe, a lot of our radio stations here in this country change their links so that the mm-hmm. name, the, the URLs change, but the guy who runs Utunes can't keep up with that. No, no, I know that. And that we, we, Judy from Ohio and Perry have been very good at letting him know about stuff like that. So maybe I'll, yeah, one of these guys can uh, let him know and maybe put whoa, whoa back in because i'm i'm sure it's still streaming but it just wasn't on the stream al can you unmute yourself please okay good evening gentlemen i just checked that wnar is uh up and running on lady a oh good all right and wowo was still running too i'm sure it is yeah i I think it's just that the steven woolley needs to just uh update and also uh, al 
Al, you love you love getting you love having Bill as being educated on the eighties, don't you? Oh yeah, Bernie, uh, I, I got Bill educated on eighties and maybe some early nineties next week. So uh, I'm getting oh, the, him educated. You're gonna drag him into the next century. Be careful with that guy; he's old. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, you were talking about W E C K. I thought they've been oldies since I can remember from when I well, got maybe about three or four years ago. What happened was when they were oldies initially, and then they went to more of a, a more of a oldies with more middle of the road approach. And now, right. now they're back to doing oldies again. And they've got new jingles, and they call themselves Big 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 Weck. Weck. Yeah. Big Weck. Yeah, whatever that. Yeah, um, that's interesting. I, I don't know that we fe- actually we featured them, and I have the air check that we featured mm. them. Uh, we featured that radio station back in 2017. So right, right. I, I, also- I, I keep some of the stuff. I keep a lot of the stuff that we've done that I've done that I've that I've put together. So. And one more comment. I'll let you go. Christmas music too early. Way too early. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I just oh, picked yeah. that up. Well, you know what happened now? It went below 60 one time, and somebody said, Oh, Christmas! You know, I don't know. No, yeah. It's crazy. They're crazy. Okay, All right, thank, okay. thank you, Al. Right. Okay, Jeff. I, 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 do, I do believe, though... Sorry, Bill. I do believe Gary's been trying to get okay. about five minutes. Oh, Gary. no, I hadn't... No, I was just... There was something I had commented on. It was just a brief comment. I forgot what it was, so... Having a senior moment, Gary. You know, we're, that's, that's the that's the danger with people, Gary's in my age. You know, you don't let us talk yeah. right away. We're going to forget what we're talking about. Yeah, no, I do that now. And it's far, it's so important what I had to say. That's right. So. Yeah. How about not forgetting about Jennifer? Right, but I'm going oh, to tell you something that. about the ratings real quick. The, um, they're listed now as WIBC HD2, and they're very much in the top six. They're actually at a 5.5 on the rating scale. Once I got my computer <laughs> where I could finally read. So any other questions about Indianapolis, Bernie, that you're just, I have no question, you're just dying uh, to know? I, 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 I have a Bill. question about HD2 as opposed to HD1, because I was listening today, I was listening to the White Sox on the postseason there, and they were talking about that they're on a, an HD2, which is all the FM presence they have. They're on uh, AM1000, you know. And uh, the, is it a disadvantage to be on the HD2 as opposed to the HD1? Is it all the same HD? When they go out, they all go together? Or is no, no, no. no. The, HD has four channels, HD1, yeah. 2, 3, and 4. And right. you as a radio station can have four signals. You can have the main channels, HD1, the other two, HD2, 3, and 4. And at, at some point with AM, um, I don't know how many how many HD channels could be on AM, but at some point, if, if they ever decide to go all digital, then, then they will get rid of the analog channel, like they like right. like what's happening in, in overseas. All right, I'm going to ask you guys but, but, but a my question. My question is: Is yeah. there an advantage if you're on HD two? Is there an advantage uh, if HD2, you have an HD you radio? Can't, you can't so, get HD two on an analog radio. You can get HD no, no, no. That, you're not hearing my question. My you question is: HD one as opposed to HD two. No, there's no, there's no advantage. There's there's no advantage. It's just All a matter right. of getting your of scanning your radio uh, yeah. dial to get to the station. And it's not on the AM. It's not on the AM one thousand HD anything. It's it's on, no. the, on an FM station right. in Chicago. Right. Um, your main station, like WIBC, which is at 93.1, is always going to be the HD1. Then they can make WFNI and HD2. In this case, they happen to have a 2 and a 3. But but they're always going to be the two the other so the station. HD1 is the over the air signal uh, the over the air signal yes. yes okay then all right so that might clear that up 
just right. just a little bit. But the HD, there's two problems with these HD stations. A, the signal is not as good. And how right. many people do you know, unless maybe they have it in their car, or unless they're like us, who happen to have an HD radio? How many people do you know actually say they listen to HD radio? Well, if they do no. what they do with television and they make everything every, everything digital, then then the manufacturers will have to make things. I've never even bothered to get one because it not, wasn't doing anything unique here that I couldn't get somewhere else. And, now, the other thing, too, is don't they also just die like, okay, when when we when you're listening to an over-the-air station, AM or FM, it can, you can go through a bad patch and you'll still hear it, but it's a little fuzzy. That's right, Chris. They, there's no which, fading they out. They die like a Sirius XM radio does. You That's know, right. There's no out. fading out. It's either there or it's not there because it's right. taking the ones and, and zeros that, and converting that into analog for you to right. hear it. But yeah. there is why the HD2s, that's why the HD2s a lot of times, you'll, like in Indianapolis, it's WIBC HD2, but they're on two translators, so the translators are putting it for analog people. Right. But there is an advantage. Let's say you're listening to WI, well, maybe not in this, but it used to be an advantage if you had the AM signal and you got out of the metropolitan Indianapolis area at night, maybe you're 25, 30 miles away, you can pick up that you can pick up that HD signal and still be able to listen to that AM signal where you might not be able to get that signal um, if you were listening at home on your regular AM radio. That that's is the, the only that's advantage. That's why the FCC has to go get rid of the analog signals and make them all digital and make those digital signals 50,000 uh, Right, and they have to be more the, powerful. The NAB, you know, the broadcasters, the queer channels, the uh, iHearts, whatever... Uh, and you know, Odyssey, they're not gonna. They're never gonna go for it. All right, they go for it because they had no choice when they when they had to go with digital television. That's true. No, you, but the thing is, they they'd rather turn them off than go for that. Right. Do you have an HD radio, Bernie? I I I did for a, a day or two. Yeah. Uh-huh. Then I then I sent it back. I had no use for it. I have I have it in my car, and sometimes I will uh, dial around even sitting in the garage. But I do not have an actual HD2 radio anymore. Yeah. You know what's the most annoying thing about HD radio, Bernie? And I used to, when I was with Kristen, and I used to travel with her, and we'd, we'd, we'd have HD radio. Um, it would, it would, it would. Uh, what would it do? It would go from analog to digital, to analog to digital, oh, wow. to analog, and that is the most, and that is the most annoying thing that you could ever, you could ever hear. That is the most annoying thing. So you why why is it annoying? I mean, you're still getting the signal. If it's the same signal, what what is going on? The fidelity because changes the, or what? The fidelity changes and yeah. this breakup as it's going from analog to digital, okay. digital to analog. It's it's just annoying. So so an HD radio is actually better at home, probably than riding around with it. Well, well I, I, not necessarily. I don't know about that. Not necessarily, but no. but I was using an example. But I've got a portable right here, as a Sanjian radio, AM FM. And it's got an HD, and that's kind of the ideal case scenario where you can 
listen to all kinds of stations, you might not be able to get. I'm not saying there are stations you can't do without because usually you can't. But if you have an HD TV at home, you're watching the antenna. How many of those seven channels on channel 13, for example, are you going to watch of those channels? Now, Jeff might because Jeff loves TV. Well, but, it's the same as how many cable, channels on cable do we watch. Right, that's true. So, I mean, but HD, Tim likes HD radio. He's not here to defend himself. Tim. I, I am here. Oh, <laughs> I, okay. It's not his fault. Yeah. Don't worry about it, Tim. We love you anyway, Tim. Don't worry about it. No, um, yeah, I, I use it quite a bit. And uh, some of the car radios you were talking about are flipping back and forth. And maybe it's your area is worse for that ours does quite well on on HD as far as well there are a lot of hills in the capital district so that's part of the problem and you know as you go as you go up and down hills and, and, and in valleys and hills that's where the problem goes. is there a, is 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 uh, Minneapolis more flat than 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 hilly that's maybe why it's better yeah it the is prairie. probably you know and and we uh the one time it's really annoying, though, is sometimes um, the fan will broadcast the Vikings and will have the main channel be, you know, in real time. And then if it switches to HD, it's about... Oh, 10, 15 seconds later. Oh, yeah, I've seen oh, that man. too. When yeah, you're trying and to listen to a football game. That's really annoying. Yeah, yeah and, and if you're on an HD, if you're on an HD two signal, Tim, it's because I have one too. It's a little bit further even behind than that on an HD two signal. Yeah, and that, and that of course is the problem with people going to ball games and trying to listen without getting a device from the from the ball club because all these stations don't get out of delay. And you're you're listening. I mean, I had a situation in Baltimore when we went to uh, Red Sox games there. One night there were about the the, the uh, it was the fan uh, on FM that was doing it in 08, and they were about five seconds behind. And then the next night they were about twelve seconds behind. Yeah, so it didn't even stay the same. So uh, you know, it's very weird. So how about if we do this? Well, I, I think we're doing Jennifer. Fun. Yeah. Yeah, because I think she's going to get upset. They're right. Well, they're right. Well, you, the, the way my computer is acting, you could uh, you could have went right on, Jeff. But here we go. Could, could I say one more thing before we go? You yeah, sure? If I'm really if I'm really quick, make well, it quick. Yeah, first time caller, last time caller. So, yeah. <laughs> the ultimate problem with HD radio is the broadcasters. Um, they don't have enough money to run their regular stations. Therefore, they're not going to put enough entertaining or informative programming on an HD channel to sell the radio. Right. So that's the real, ultimately the real problem. And why do you think they put the translators on there? They use that. They use the HD signals for the translators because that's the only way they can really get those translators exactly. on the air. Right. I, that's all I wanted to say. Okay. Well, I'm going to say this real quick. 97.1. There's an example right there. The HD2 channel. I could do the same thing right here. You know what I mean? Uh, a classic country. I mean, I like the yeah, guy, and sure. he does a good... But it's the same thing. That's all it is. It's just one guy talking, playing the music 24-7. Right. 
which is what which is what LHK get. Right. All right. Yeah. Now, now we will quickly go to. For all our last time callers, we'll go to. We'll go to. We'll go to. I'm done. Okay, I'm done. Hello, everyone. I'm Jennifer Sparks, and here are your call letter and format changes for the week of October 6th. KCBN FM 107.7, Hico, Texas, changes format from silent to contemporary Christian. KDJI AM 1270, Holbrook, Arizona, changes format from silent to news talk. KIIK FM 104.9, DeWitt, Iowa, changes format from classic hits to country and changes slogan from kick 104.9 to ud 104.9 kskk am 1070 ferndale minnesota changes format from adult contemporary to religious teaching wqcp fm 91.1 fort pierce florida changes format from format not available to classical k RFM FM 89.5 Sholo, Arizona changes slogan from 98.5 The Storm to Mix 98. WCTC AM 1450 New Brunswick, New Jersey changes a slogan from Talk Radio 1450 WCTC to Fox Sports New Jersey 93.5 FM 14 1450 AM WVNV FM 96.5 Malone, New York changes format from format not available to soft Christian WYUL FM 94.7 Chateaugay, New York changes format from format not available to contemporary Christian and those are your call letter and format changes for this week for all things radio I'm Jennifer Sparks wishing all of you a good week she did tell me, and thank you, Jennifer, that could be a record breaker for the yeah. shortest call letter and format. Every week. Seems yeah. Like, you know. But it's, it's like Jeff said, that it's what the content is. Yep. That's all we're getting now. We, we, we don't, we don't, on our show and Sports Fun Live, sometimes we make stuff up. On this show, we don't. This is a journalistic show. We pay attention. Yeah, but it. It's what it is, but it was just a little over two minutes, so I knew yeah. that one was was going to be short. No real. I'm yeah, not sure whether that was longer than Sunshine, Lollipops, and Rainbows. I'm mean, about the same, I think. I think mm-hmm. a little bit. Yeah. yeah. A little bit. Oh, no, not longer. Well, than, it, it will never be as long as Alice's Restaurant or American Pie. No, it will no, never no. be as short as uh, Madge either. That's true. Hey, how about if we do, we got a long segment coming up on Neil Rogers. How about if we do that? Yes, we do. I just do want to make a disclaimer before we do this Neil Rogers. And that is, if you're offended by any language, please, please, I'm just going to warn you in advance. I don't know how he... I love that language. I'm okay. Yeah, you're okay with it? You're not offended (laughs) by... Yeah. Um, he doesn't violate words. He doesn't violate words. I'm sure. That, that right. He didn't violate, radio, but, but he. Uh, well, have you guys heard Neil Rogers before? I know Gary. No, has, I haven't. I don't think. No, sounds familiar, but I'm not really sure I've heard him. Well, he kind of was a 
sports fan, talk show host, little bit, a little bit of everything. But here he is from Miami. Well, on October 13th, what? What was their format at that point? Were they a sports station yet or were they a talk station? They were a talk station. Okay. He actually put on WLAC or got them started. And Karen, you have your hand raised. Can you uh, unmute yourself, please? And then we'll get to Neil Rogers. Yes. I was going to say that's where I heard Neil Rogers was on WLAC Uh in Nashville in the early 80s. Actually, he's right around election time, Karen, when he came on, because I remember him talking about the 1980 election back in yes. in in those days, and that's when it, we were using those. We were, as Mike says today, we were rocking those GE Super radios then. Wow. Yeah. So, yeah, I thought he was a quarterback for Green Bay. I yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Karen. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Well, he could be now. <laughs> what the heck? Wait, that's Aaron. I'm- oh, that's Aaron, yeah. Yeah, he- yeah that's Aaron, yeah. yeah. And it's not yeah. Mr. either. It's this other guy. Yeah. yeah. No, it's not Kenny. It's <laughs> not Kenny either. Well, the Mr. and Neil were pretty close. Here you <laughs> <Okay>. go. <laughs> WSUN, entertaining talk radio for the 90s. It's the Neil Rogers Show. You can talk to Neil by calling toll-free 1-800-944-9463. Or GTE MobileNet customers can call toll-free on the GTE Starline at Star SUN. Opinions expressed are not necessarily those of the staff, management, or advertisers of AM620 WSUN. Entertaining talk radio for the 90s. We're begging. Please buy a bloody protection. We may finger. We pray safe and help on our active Hello, Canada and hockey fans of the United States and Newfoundland. And an extra big hello to Canadian servicemen overseas. Here's a shot. Last year, playoffs, and when Van Beesbrook, by the way, was gold uh, tender for the Rangers. What a night last night at the arena on... Unbelievable. Exactly. I couldn't have said it better myself. The best, one of the greatest nights in anybody's life who was there or even thought about being there. Just unconscious. Incredible. And so we lost the game. And the Beezer laid in a couple of greasy goals, and a big deal. He played a great game, and the entire team played a great game. The crowd was pumped. They were into it. They were enthusiastic. They 
except for the microphone problems, which somebody's going to get canned over there today, you can be sure of that, except for uh, that little glitch there, and maybe the Panther did a little uh, number on the ice. They had a live Panther out there in the pregame things. The laser show was dynamite. The team played just spectacular, and a uh, crappy penalty there at the end of the game prevented us from having a chance to tie it up, perhaps. But uh, in spite of all of that, it was everything you could hope against the best team, no question about it, on paper at least, the best team in the NHL, even without Mario. I mean, and of course, uh, we get unlucky. I thought Tom Barrasso being out would uh, help us, and it turned out Ken Reggett, former Maple Leaf, plays unconscious, out of his mind, plays a great game and goal for the Penguins, and uh, prevents us from tying or winning. What a night. What a tremendous happening at the Miami Arena last night. However, I get in the car after the game, turn on WQAM. I'm not then. Listen, let me say this to you. Try to be fair. Try to be objective. Dave O'Brien, who does the Marlins on QAM with Joe Angel, was in here the other day, two days ago, complimented him, does a great job, outstanding. No matter what station he's on, tremendous. But I am going to tell you, WQAM, what you people are doing to hockey, I wouldn't do to Hermann Gehring and Lardass Limbaugh, okay? Absolutely unconscionable. Between Chris Moore, who is so somnambulant, who when uh, Joe Mullen scored that empty net goal when the Beezer didn't clear it out of our end, and uh, didn't they replayed the, uh, his calls. I have never heard anything so boring, so terminal, so comatose, so unprofessional, except when then Moynihan came on with his cat calls. Moynihan has no idea. He wouldn't know hockey if somebody drew a diagram on his ass, okay? And maybe that might be helpful. So we could play a little grab ass with himself in the seat. I mean, this man, what they're doing is just a disservice at best and embarrassing at worst. And Jorge Milian, who writes in the Sun. Great coverage, by the way, in both the Herald and the Sun Sentinel this morning. Really great. Not good, but great coverage on hockey in Miami. What a picture here in the Herald Panthers debut, a cool blast. Here's a big full-color picture of the Beezers blocking a shot. And then underneath is a full-color picture of the fight between Scott Levins and Marty McSorley. You picked the wrong guy to fight with, Scott. Marty McSurley, his name should be, just one of the veteran, hostile, nasty defensemen that uh, they picked up from the Kings as if they weren't strong enough already over the uh, offseason. But anyway, Jorge Milian says broadcast team is definitely winners. Jorge, you are definitely a loser, a moron. You wouldn't know hockey if somebody drew it on your puppet, okay? If somebody stuck a hockey puck between your cheeks, you wouldn't know hockey. Of the four Panthers announcers, he says, Dennis Potvin appears to be the best. Potvin is like old and craggy and incoherent and like talks like he's talking to a bunch of kindergarten kids. There can be no question that Jeff Rimmer, who does the games on TV, is far and away the best and the only one who belongs there. And then he goes on and says, Moynihan, who hadn't done pro hockey in nearly two decades, needs to make his analyzation shorter. Play-by-play, not analysis, drives broadcast of sports on radio. And then at the end, he says, was it my imagination or was Moynihan begging for calls during intermission? So we get in the car. Fat Rich is bringing me back to my car, which I parked here at the station last night. And listening to the QAM after the game, and Moynihan's doing his cat calls. The first call is from a guy named George, who sounded like incoherent, kind of a nose picker, almost drunk. He says, well, can you explain this icing to me one more time? I mean, here we just had this incredible game where we played the best team in hockey, like really outplayed them, to be honest with you, I thought. And just uh, damn near tied him and wound up losing a heartbreaker two to one. But played unconscious. Couldn't have asked for a better performance. The crowd was enthusiastic. They were wild. They were just, it was great. 
And Moynihan spending five minutes again answering a stupid question from some nose picker about icing. How long? First of all, why are we wasting our time with this crap already, okay? We've had enough exhibition games. We've had enough foreplay. Now it's time to, like, present it like people understand it. It would be like when the Marlins played their first baseball game. It would be like if uh, Dave O'Brien comes in and says, Oh, by the way, uh, you can't go to first base with only two balls. You have to have four balls to walk. Even though it may be hard to walk with four balls, it's uh, nonetheless a uh, prerequisite. I mean, it's just, it just gotten old and tired. And so he goes on and on. And not only that, he don't even know what he's talking about. He hasn't got a clue what he's talking about. Then he takes the next caller, which is another inane call. I forget what it was about. And he says, oh, and by the way, George, on that icing question, because this caller asked him something he didn't know what he was talking about. So now we go to, uh, let's go back and talk a little more about icing. I say, let's put Moynihan on ice and cut the crap and get somebody on there who understands the game and can make it exciting. Here's the most exciting sport in the history of the human race. And we've got guys on there who not only don't understand it, but can make it boring. How can you make hockey boring, I would like to ask. Oh, here's our friend Joe Hartman, who's just all over us like stink on boy gary hey joe hi neil yes sir how are you what a game last night man what a game last night we got, we got a game going tonight yes sir you have Pompano a game park. going tonight we got the biggest game in town at pompano park tonight this is true and we got a great weekend of racing neil uh stake races every night this weekend we got florida breeders stakes coming up tonight of course you've got uh in that seventh race that's the one you're going to be uh Picking a horse for the fans with. Give me a trot tonight, Joe. Yes, I know, wow. but but you are the man. Putting the pressure on. You are the man. Okay. Thursday night, even more uh, Florida Breeders Stake action. We've got some good simulcasts from Garden State. Uh, Friday night, some of the trotters are going to be eligible for the Breeders Crown are coming in, as well as the uh, second leg of the Sand and Surf Pacing Series, another Florida Fair Stake final, and then Saturday night, the Palm Beach Pacing Series starts for three- and four-year-olds in Main Street, who's raised very well against horses like Direct Flight to Lexington will be making a start in the invite. So uh, super racing all week long. Uh, the month of Peter Wren, no doubt. Peter Wren will be back yep. tonight. You bet. And uh, we've got uh, 12 races each night, uh, a couple simulcasts, but uh, Friday night all 12 live races. So it should be a great week and out here. And, of course, tonight... Uh, we get the uh, track pack going. Right. Just come out, mention WIOD, you get in free, you get uh, one of our track pack uh, things to fill out to be part of our promotion. And uh, I think this is better than our people's horse. This week we get a, a this year we get a people's horse, a different one, every week. Right. And uh, and hopefully we'll be able to do a little good handicap. I think you'll do an excellent job. And with some help from Fat Rich, of course. All right. Okay, see you tonight, Joe. Right now. Okay. Okay, tonight's the big night. Tonight and every Wednesday at Pompano Park for our IOD track pack. We'll tell you more about that later. 1014 at WIOD and WSUN. You can hear Bob Lasseter weekday morning 6 to 10 on AM 620 WSUN. My friend, he, he, he loves you. Yeah. I don't like you. Uh, why not? Well, I just, you know, I mean, you like David Duke, I don't like David Duke. He's a very nice man. I know that I heard you. And I think if, if you're not biased and prejudiced, you know, and you got to stick with people like that, there's no sense, you know, me putting the time and effort and listening to you. No, you didn't hear a word I just said, did you? No. No, not a word. You're just in there just agitating. Agitating who? Who's ever listening to you? So uh, what if I said that has agitated you? So you like David Duke. Oh. Am I not allowed to like who I like? Oh, you can like anybody you want, but I don't like you. You have no idea who I am, do you? No, never saw you before. I never heard you before. I have no idea where I stand or how I feel about anything.
No, the first time, and I, I just had five minutes of you, and, I, and you were on. Well, I have your, no problem if you're going away. David Duke. I have no problem if you're going away. As a matter of fact, I wish I hadn't even called. Catch Bob Lasseter weekday morning 6 to 10 on AM 620 WSUN. To go on the air live with Neil, dial 1-800-944-9463. What the f*** is going on with Dayton Broward? They play with each other naked in the streets. Maybe I can have some of that, what is that, chicken back there in the boxes? Did you get any of that stuff to eat? Huh? What is it? Chicken? Rick Weaver back at Cleveland Stadium. That was number one yesterday. This will definitely be numero uno today. The fans are beginning to blow the, blow the, uh, blow the play selection. Maybe I can have some of that. What is that, chicken back there in the boxes? Did you get any of that stuff to eat? Huh? What is it? Chicken. Rick Weaver back at Cleveland Stadium. The fans are beginning to blow the blow the uh, blow the play selection. Oh! So anyway, it's ten eighteen at WYOD, and <laughs> what can I say that hasn't been said already? I guarantee you, next year at this time, we'll have a special Camilla South CD with Mr. Weaver's best. Bloopers. I mean, this man is uh, probably the most penis-sized announcer in all of sportscasting. So anyway, George, taking matters into his own hands, goes over to um, Mindy's News, since nobody out there cares enough about me to do anything. And thank you to Captain Singh, as in Sing for Your Supper. Captain Singh at Mindy's News, 209 71st Street on Miami Beach, sends me the fifth anniversary issue of Ares, as in Ares 2. And it's a special, uh, like Luis Miguel is on the cover, like Stark Naked, and all these photos and posters and banners, and here's like uh, all these other, here's uh, Magneto and Ricky Martin and all the real Latin American uh, singing stars, who nobody in this market has generally discovered yet because they're too busy playing hoochie-coochie music on a radio ritmo with that uh, psychotic bitch that was in the paper yesterday. So thanks to George, and thanks to Captain Singh, and uh, thanks to uh, Luis for a little something special. What is that moisture on his upper lip, by the way? So anyway, and also the book is coming out today. Look at those deadlines. Now, you, know, you know something? I'm not going to let this happen to me today, because I'm on a euphoric high. And yes, okay, and like uh, George Emilion writes, and he's absolutely correct, the ratings for last Wednesday's season opener between the Panthers and the Blackhawks were minuscule. And of course, hockey on radio, nobody listens to in this town, I'm sure of that. But I'm going to tell you something. I don't give a crap, because it's something that I love and something that I care about. And I know damn well, because people came over to me before the game who were there, who would never have even thought about going if it weren't for me in this show, okay? So I don't care if it, like, is, uh, you know, six people out there that are as enthusiastic as I am. It's too bad. With all the other crap that's going on in this town, if we can't be enthusiastic about something, if we don't have something to, like, uh, grab onto and squeeze and fondle and hold, then I say screw it, okay? And our first call of the morning is a pig report. Morning. Yes. Neil, I'm east on 595. We've got the old pigs on Pine Island right off 595 and eastbound Pine Island. Look out. Beautiful. Okay. And now hockey, we are psyched. Okay. And Scott Levin's a little bus on. He, he's out there every night. Okay. All right, Neil. Thanks. 
Yeah, he took on Marty McSorley, though. I don't think Scott will be doing that again next time we play them. Let somebody else take him on. Let Dave Lowry take him on, okay? Here's uh, Sunrise. Hello. Hey, Neil. How you doing? Great. I got to ask you a question. Yeah. I watched the game on TV last night. Don't ask me what is icing. Uh, no, I know what is icing. Yeah. I, I, I'm still a Ranger fan for 30 years. Uh, when do you sound depressed? <laughs> I got to ask you. Uh, it sounded to me like uh, in the third period, the crowd was definitely asleep. Was it like that at the game? No, I don't think they were asleep. I think, uh, you know, when they got that first goal right near the end of the second period i think that took the crowd a little bit out of it because i know at the end of the first period after we there was a scoreless tie and the teams went uh, uh, off the ice man the crowd went crazy i mean they really were so into it because they nobody ever expected us to play like this against pittsburgh i mean i'll be honest with you i thought we would lose like uh, you know six nothing seven to one something like that and i just hope that we didn't look you know too embarrassing because pittsburgh is awesome well uh, we got i mean seriously you look there out on the ice and they got francis and Tockett and larry Murphy and Miramar Yager and I mean just I mean they got so many superstars out there even without Lemieux and it's uh, they're a hell of a team and we we played them uh, even Steven right down the wire uh, yeah I agree with you on that but it sure sounded like the crowd was dead even after we scored that first goal well, but, you, were li- and, you were listening on radio no on TV I, oh. I wouldn't listen to QAM for anything oh my god I, I'm not listen I'm not exaggerating what they've done to hockey they, somebody ought to like give them uh, a five minute uh, major and a game misconduct for what they've done to the sport and how they're just destroying it. They have no clue how to broadcast a hockey game. Well, They've got uh, people who are totally incompetent and inept doing it. They ought to be ashamed of themselves. And I've got to disagree with you on something else, too. I don't like the announcer we've got on TV. Uh, Rimmer? Yeah, I think that even when Van Beesbrook is making top-notch saves, he's just kind of matter-of-facting it. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, I didn't see the game, obviously, on TV because I was there last night. I didn't tape it, but uh, I, I thought he did okay in the first two games, the road games from Chicago and St. Louis. I mean, I'm not saying he's great, but he's, uh, compared to the other three bozos, he's outstanding. But he's, he's okay. He's competent. He's not uh, Bob Cole or Fred Cusick or Sam Rosen, but he's okay. Well, I guess I'm just used to Sam Rosen. Sam is great. Sam, yeah. in fact, I don't know if you heard the night I was on with Defoe, but we got Sam on the phone. He is one of the best and a super guy, and I only wish uh, he has some luck with a better team this year. I hope they do well. Well, I appreciate it. Okay, good luck. <laughs> Take it easy. Don't be so depressed, okay? Yeah. Sooner or later, Emil Francis will come back. <laughs> See ya. Bye. By the way, speaking of that, I'm looking at this other... There's just tons of coverage here, although you would never know uh, with the audience out here. They don't give a crap. Tickets going fast, it says. Yesterday, it was not three minutes. It was two and a half minutes that the 900 tickets they had unsold, those $8 seats that they saved... Two and a half minutes, they were gone. It says uh, only hundreds of non-Panther pack seats remain for Thursday's game against Ottawa. That's tomorrow night. And Tuesday's game against Wayne Gretzky and the L.A. Kings. All the games in October are solidly sold except for the Maple Leafs, they said. We're over 10,000 for that game, but not in the 11 to 12,000 range like the other games. Dean Jordan says, I don't know what it is about Toronto, but Tampa Bay said they had a tough time selling that game last year, too. Well, let me tell you something, okay? If that game a week from tomorrow night against the Maple Leafs isn't sold out, I'm going to want to know why. One of the most exciting teams in hockey, even though I may be a little bit prejudiced, with Felix the Cat Potvin and Doug Gilmore and the amazing and tough Wendell Clark. And, uh, I mean, what, what the hell could you want? 
A hell of a team, but of course the thing is, most of our Canadians down here are not from uh, Ontario, eh? They're from, uh, they're frogs. So I'm sure when the Montreal Canadiens come in here, the place will be rocking from the rafters and you can be, you'll be able to smell it. So let's get off our end. I don't understand that because it seems to me we got like at least, what, four or five Toronto fans who call the show. So there's five or six tickets right there and me. It's 1025 at WIOD and WSUN. It's Rick and Suds today, 2 to 6 on AM 620, WSUN. bunch of deadheads am I talking to here this morning? You know what? I think this is the day that my whole goddamn perspective on life changes. I just, I've always wondered this over the years. It's always been a puzzle to me why I've done well in this market. I'm talking about Miami. Tampa, I know why we're not doing all that great, but that's another reason. Because nothing that I, there is nothing that I'm interested in that the people who live in South Florida give a crap about. Nothing. Zero. Nothing. And yes, it's been very sports intensive lately because, quite frankly, that's what's going on in this town. Those are the big stories. Marino's out for the year. Big uh, Dolphin thing. Uh, first ever home hockey game last night at the arena. A lot of uh, baseball playoffs are going on. This is that time of the year when it's heavy duty. And I'm fit, sitting here. I could be talking to my golden retriever, believe me, and get a much more enthusiastic response. I mean, he's even watching Luis Miguel videos on TV when I'm not home just to keep informed on what's going on. And this audience, man, you people are in a goddamn coma. Are you ever going to get out of it? This was such a great night last night, and uh, I don't give it. Okay, we lost. It would have been a miracle to tie or even win would have been just unconscious. But, God, we played damn well. It was just, a, it was tremendous. The crowd, the people who were there at least, which obviously is not this audience, the people who were there were just uh, ecstatic. Ecstatic. The laser show was like, uh, okay, so it wasn't Walt Disney. I'd rather have a good laser show and a really outstanding hockey team as opposed to a great laser show and a crappy, uh, the Mighty Ducks. Okay? I'll take our guys any day of the week. But, God, talk about slow starters. When that book comes out this morning, I would be surprised. WSUN, entertaining talk radio for the 90s. Randy Rhodes is here tonight, 8 to 11 on AM 620 WSUN. There you go, wow. from South Florida. <laughs> that was, we know, we know you love hockey. We know he was big. That was great. I, I love that. I'm not a hockey person, but one thing I like about him, I mean, he was <laughs> fresh and... I don't know if IOD and QAM were home with the same people as that. No, they weren't. No, they weren't. And he was ripping QAM. He and was he's putting the callers out there and slamming them. He was <laughs> ripping the Spanish station in Miami. I mean, yeah. Everything. I mean, obviously that came from Tampa, from the Tampa feed of it. Yeah, that was well, interesting. They had that he network. The only person yeah. he liked, well, let's go on record, the only person he liked was our buddy Dave O'Brien, who does a wonderful job on everything he ever does, as we know. But that's the only person he liked that I heard him say he liked on, on the and then, air. Well, the TV, the TV hockey announcer. He liked him, but then, then, yeah. then the other guy came in and said he wasn't so good. Chris Moore had done the Devils. He was pretty good there. And this John Moynihan he was talking about had done the Whalers. When the Whalers, uh, when, they, when um, oh, what's his name, uh, the other O'Brien left, Dave O'Brien, uh, not Dave, okay. the other guy, I always forget his name. Who did the uh, did the Whalers here? He left. John Moynihan took him over. Then they moved to uh, Springfield briefly before they went to Hartford. And I think that's the guy he was talking about. He wasn't that good. I think right the best that. hockey announcer I ever heard was a guy named Dan Kelly who did the St. Louis Blues. Oh yeah, yeah. Dan was good. I thought he was good, and I got to listen to that because a friend of my old roommate was a hockey fan. Al, can you unmute yourself, please? And how long would Neil Rogers last at the end? 
I believe it's his son, John, yeah. does the television for the Blues. Okay. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I mean, I, I I don't know I don't know why I liked him so much, but uh, but back in seventy six, oh, he's very so we, very exciting. He did national hockey for CBS uh, too, so people would have heard him doing that. that and he also and he also 70. did some card and he also did some cardinal baseball. And yeah, he, did, he did Mr. Tiger uh, football. He was much better at hockey than at oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Go ahead, Al. Can you can, can you go ahead, Al? Go ahead, Al. I guess I'm unmuted. Anyway, uh, enjoy the uh, talk show that uh, Bill played. One quick question: I was a little confused. There was a little segment there. You talked about Cleveland Stadium. Was that uh, when Miami played Cleveland? Yes, Rick Weaver was the voice of the Dolphins. And so oh, yeah. apparently they had some uh, outtake there where he was like, hey, a chicken in the back there? Uh, you know, somehow they got on the air or got somewhere that he grabbed it. And now the last night I knew that, that when Rick Weaver was there that the Dolphins were on IOD. So I don't know about that, but uh, yeah. whether they still were. But, uh, yeah, he was there. Boy, he had come from Chicago, and he had done the Blackhawks, actually, for a year. And really? then he ended up uh, in Miami doing the Dolphins, and he was there. It, the one little highlight you'll hear sometimes is the Gary Upremian pass in the seventh Super Bowl where he tried to throw it when he, when he couldn't kick the field goal. Sometimes you hear that highlight around, but he's a pretty right. good announcer, Rick Weaver was. Well, I will right. tell you one thing about that station is WIOD. They were, they were a very progressive kind of talk station. Randy Rhodes, very liberal. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had, when, well, I, she, when I was... No, when I was she she was on WSUN. That was a W. So I don't know if she was on IOD. Oh yeah, that was an SUN promo. Yeah, yeah but I think she was, was on both. She, I think she was on both stations because I, I I remember hearing her when I was down in Florida. After, okay. So and the other thing is uh, that WIOD they also uh, uh, where she got her real start in, in in radio when she got big was uh, Sally Jesse Raphael worked at WIOD. Oh okay. So, and and yeah. so did Alex Bennett who used to work at WMCA. He was working at WIOD when I was down the there. Best in, day, when I was down in South Florida in uh, May to August of '73, the station I really liked because it had a little up tempo feel, but it was adult contemporaries. Right, right. WGBS at seven ten. That was a nice station. I liked that station. WIOD was a little more mellow. They were okay. They were a little more mellow, but uh, GBS was really good. Yeah. Larry King was at IOD, too. Yes, he was. Yes. And how long would he last today? How long would uh, Neil Rogers last? Oh, he'd do fine. You know, you you put him on Fox Sports now, he'd he'd go over the moon. That would be fine. You know, as long as he sells advertising, he would do very well. And that's You know, him throwing in a couple of four-letter words nowadays would would not bother anybody anymore. Go ahead, Bernie. really... What he? Okay, go ahead. Did you want? Did Larry, you want to say something? Um, Neil Rogers uh, came down to Miami in '76. In fact, he started at IOD doing music and part time. Then they went, He went full time over. He worked worked at WKAT for a while until uh, when he he got uh, he got mad with Anita Bryant about the gay thing. Right. He went over to uh, uh, WNWS back when they were talking, and he went over to IOD, stayed there for a while, and then he went to QAM. See, that so was, was a that different. That was a different deal. It, it was all sports. He also went to worked at INZ too for he, a while. He implied that sometimes he talked issues too, but it, it was all sports that morning. That's for yeah. sure. Now that was and, a different deal, Rogers, that I had heard because the only time I had heard him, of course, was after. Hurricane Andrew, and of course, he was a lot more serious at that point in time. All right, oh, yeah, Joe, yeah. You, Joe, oh, Joe, you have your hand raised. Can you unmute yourself, please? Oh, oh hi, yes. Uh, good afternoon. Anyway, Alex Bennett, years ago, he worked at when WLOL in Minneapolis 1330 was was a talk station AM. The interesting thing, he got fired 
because he went outside of the format of politics and other stuff, and he was running what he called the first annual Alex Bennett talent show, and people were calling up singing and doing all kinds of oh. other stuff. And just uh, one thing, he got the act. They said, goodbye, Alex. And then he went to Chicago. I believe it would have been WIND or one of those other stations after that. But he quickly got another job after he was fired. Uh, he ultimately yeah. went to WMCA when they were talk, and he, he and and uh, he was fired from WMCA uh, because of some of the comments he was making. And uh, the big thing that got him fired, and Bernie, you know about this with advertising. The big thing that got him fired was MCA's one of the MCA's biggest accounts was Coca Cola. And they threatened to they threatened to uh, cancel their their account, and they fired him. He ended up coming back and working in radio, working at WPLJ FM in New York, doing talk on the all night show for a while. And uh, then he went down to Miami. That's where I heard him at WIOD. So, where was the yeah. conflict between he and Coca Cola? What was that? Um, well, the conflict. Can I say this on the? I, can I say this on the radio and not give it a try, wanna, and then we'll let you know. Yeah. Okay. That's right. He said something about. Uh, he was talking, and he said that that most of the talk radio we heard was called verbal masturbation, and everyone got upset. And um, and so Coca Cola said, "We're canceling our commercials uh, on your radio station today." That wouldn't really matter, but but they're talking about 1971 or when when WMCA went talk, and uh, yeah. that was not considered. That's pretty pretty time, so. mild stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, like, and, just like just like Neil Rogers, what Neil Rogers said. There were no FCC violations. The word he said he, he is, a, uh, you know, and I thought that's why I thought, oh, oh, I was waiting to hear some naughty, naughty. I was like, oh, that's stuff I hear on the radio even uh, in the nineties. There was there was one one thing he said that kind of surprised me because he said it more than once. GD, uh, that being G, that being goddamn, yeah, yeah, I yeah. Surprised yeah. that he that they didn't get upset with him for saying that. Yeah. I've heard that said many times on radio stations, and people go, they just let it go. But this was 1993. That right. is amazing that it was that far I knew back. I that QAM because QAM tried to censor him, and that was when it was owned by Beasley, I believe, and they finally they finally met, let him go because he was cussing and being nice right. on the air. <laughs> well, how about if we? How about if we get some real radio? I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm only kidding. Real that's, radio? That's, that's bad. Sorry. We're gonna do. We're gonna go to Sam Riddle right now, Jeff. That's right. We're gonna hear Sam Riddle. Oh, wow. like, okay. run, like, run, Sam, like, run. Sam Riddle. Uh, Sam Riddle actually uh, did TV. Also, he did. Cause there was a guy that we always saw here named Lloyd Saxton. That's and, right. Uh, and, and Lloyd Saxton was similar, apparently, to Sam Riddle. Uh, I never saw Sam Riddle on TV. but Well, he, he did, did do a TV, TV show. When Lloyd Saxton was doing yeah. his show, Bernie, Sam Riddle did a show called Hollywood Agogo, which we which we got both shows on yeah, Channel 11 yeah. in New York. Yeah, okay, okay. Well, you're going to hear it now. This week in my classic air check section, we're remembering Sam Riddle, who passed away this past week at the age of 83. Sam Riddle was one of the boss jocks working at KHJ from 1965 to 1970, but he also made his mark on television, producing the TV show Hollywood A Go Go and the Star Search TV show, which was the precursor to American Idol. I think the following air check is a pretty good air check of what Sam Riddle sounded like on KHJ. Let's take the virtual time machine back to August 13th, 1968, and hear Boss Radio at its best with Sam Riddle on this week's edition of All Things Radio Live. That's what I say to Long Beach, 
nine at five four nine two nine one one to hear the Chambers Brothers. They are next on the sound. Little show at seven oh four from K H J. Welcome to the amazing, amusing land of the Jack in the Box. <laughs> in the easiest, fastest way possible and still have my hair look great. The answer, Ruse Fancy Full Rinse. Now you can color and condition wave set your hair in one quick application. That's right, with Ruse Fancy Full Rinse, there's no more waiting or timing and no more mixing. Just apply straight from the self-applicator bottle. Get Ruse Fancy Full Rinse, the instant hair coloring at your neighborhood thrifty drugstore. This is a special message for people who wear glasses. What do you do about sunglasses? Ordinary sunglasses darken glare, but they can't get rid of it. And because you wear glasses, you know how precious your only pair of eyes are. Thrifty has the answer for you. For less than three bucks, you can get the new Cool Ray Polaroid flip-up sunglasses. Flip them up in the shade and down in the sun. Up, they're out of the way. Down, they set up an optical barrier that absorbs reflected surface glare. The nearby Thrifty Drugstore has a complete selection of fit-ons for eyeglass wearers. Styles for men and women. 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 A few clouds overnight. Low 62. Mostly sunny tomorrow with a high of 78. And no smog. Valley to have 83. Going to Palm Springs. It's going to be cooler there. Only 100. Now in Hollywood at 68. The Valley 73. Beaches 67. Save a nickel. Save a dime. Save a thrifty every time. Save a dollar and much more. At Got a short memory? You know who else has recorded this since the Aunt Made It a Million Seller? Robert Goulet, Nancy Wilson, Andy Williams. Amazing. It's a classic now. It's now 712 at KHJ on the Sam Little Show. Hey everyone, it's time to play Word Association, the game where you say the first word that comes to mind. Ready, kids? Ready, Mr. Mr. April. The clue word is boy, girl, flirt, uh, tease, smile, wink, soda, pop, 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 tintinabulate, excite, vibrate, liquidate, titillate, tingle, tingle. That's it. Get a whole new feeling. Get a pop. Contestants 
a case of wink with a pop pop tingle. Wink, Canada Drive makes it. Let me ask ya, who plays the guitar? Dean Hornish. And who plays the drums? Nino Donnelly. And who plays the toys? Eddie Bracati. And who plays the in the world of show business today, The Rascals, plus Tommy James and the Shondells and special guest star Eric Burton and the Animals. Tickets everywhere. Friday night, rock and roll at the bowl as KHJ presents The Rascals. on the Sam Little Show, Ray Stevens from the Big 93. I optimize the things you covet. Get down to business is Ray Stevens, 9, KHJ Ball. So they probably go even higher tomorrow night's debut, and as we do it right here, we start at number 30 at 6 o'clock and through 9 p.m. work our way up through number 1. It is now 7.19 on the Sam Little Show. First to Sears, then to school. Mothers, Sears' great back-to-school sale is now in progress. Sears has everything in school wear. Dresses, skirts, sweaters, jeans, shirts, shoes. You name it, Sears has it. And Sears sale prices let you buy complete outfits from top to toes at the greatest savings ever. Mothers, Sears' regular $2.99 a pair permafresh jeans for boys are on sale now at three pair for only $7. That's correct. You'll save a big $1.98 right now when you buy three pair of these great jeans for just $7. Sears Permapress jeans never need ironing when tumble dried. They're made of long-wearing cotton and nylon with vulcanized double knees for a lot of extra wear. And they're available in popular colors in both regular and slim styles for sizes 6 to 12. Save now on Sears Rugged Jeans for Boys. Three pair for only $7. Charger purchases on Sears Revolving Charge. All Sears stores are open until 9.30 p.m. You have just heard the introduction to what Charlie Juno says is going to be an all-out monster. Not Johnny Nash, but his song, but he contributes, of course. Like a great television series. Opens up with these two people sitting on a park bench, each other saying to each other, bop, 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 doom, da, down, hold me tight. Johnny Nash, heavy ball, sit down on the Sam Riddle Show from KHJ at 723. Fergie is the comfortable beer. That's a fact. But if you want to find out what comfortable really means, you spend little time with Bergie. Your first Bergie will be ice cold and wet and refreshingly light. Comfortable. And your next Bergie will be exactly the same. Comfortable. Bergie won't fill you up because it's soft water brewed. That's why they call Bergie the comfortable beer. Comfortable. Now that's something to think about. Bergie, the comfortable beer. Joseph Schlitz Brewing Company, Los Angeles. Say, have you tried the clean makeup? Covergirl goes on clean, stays on clean. Helps keep your skin clean with Noxzema medication. So clean, it's better for your skin than no makeup at all. Get Covergirl medicated makeup by Noxzema. The clean makeup that's good for your skin. Clean makeup, Sam Riddle, 93 KHJ. 
Sports Radio presents this Friday night, Rascals in Concert at the Hollywood Bowl. Got your ticket yet? And they said the wah-wah pedal could only be used on shoe commercials. Well, it's used on a smash. Status quo, six-cage J-Ball sitting in the Sam Little Show at 727. My friend said I should buy the sporty Toyota Corona two-door hardtop. Yes. But then my other friend said, get the Toyota Corona four-door sedan. So I bought one of each. One of each? Why? I need all the friends I can get. Get your hands on the Toyota and you never let go. Get your hands on the Toyota Corona at one of your Southern California Toyota dealers. Let them show you America's lowest-priced two-door hardtop or the ruby economical four-door sedan. Los Angeles weather. Let me show you sunshine tomorrow with a high of 78 and no smog. A few clouds overnight with a low of 60. Now in Hollywood, 67, the Valley, 73, Beaches, 67. The case of Nesbitt's Orange Soft Drink is now open. Order in the court. I'll take a Nesbitt. Make that food. Mmm, groovy. Delicious. Will the orange please take the stand? Orange, do you play an important part in the delicious taste of Nesbitt's? A hint of carbonation in myself are responsible. Mm-hmm. You may roll back to your seat. Has the jury reached a verdict? We have, Your Honor. the late Sam Riddle on radio station KHJ AM from August 13th, 1968. And I love those old commercials. Now, if you have any comments concerning this part of the program, what do let me know about it by email or voicemail. For all things radio live, I'm Jeff Bennett. Oh, the commercials were really upbeat. They were great. I thought the coolest commercial was the psychedelic uh, Jack in the Box thing, man. If I thought that was pretty hungry, But you know what, though? Oh, we could go to Jack You know what the, the best, what the interesting thing was? They had just as many commercials as you hear on a lot of other radio stations, but they didn't play 10, 20 commercials in a row. There no. was no more than two commercials yeah. per stop set. When that's I hear right. 10, Bernie, when I hear 10 to 20, 10 commercials in a row, that's not a stop set. That's a roadblock. Well, right. I hear what you're saying, and I, I don't know how to feel about it, because you never, in those days, you almost never heard two songs in a row. Um, True. Because you heard a song, and then you heard commercials. And the difference is the songs are about two and a half or three minutes long. You know, so I don't know. I don't know if it's better the way it is now or, or not. I mean, I, I agree with you. I don't like the long commercial breaks, but I think the only solution to that is to raise your rates and lower the, the numbers. Yeah, because yeah, the way that the way that in the stations say ten in a row coming up, but here's our twenty commercial. You know, well, the other yeah. thing I noticed yeah. was that the, the commercials. <laughs> now, maybe I'm wrong, and maybe it's because I'm getting older or older. 
but the commercials were were a lot more creative back then. But maybe it's just a matter of perspective because uh, well, that was Los Angeles too. I mean, they had every national commercial you could possibly get. Yeah, they did. Oh, yeah. You know, but you know, the other thing about commercials now is part of those ten commercials in a row, or the stop the thing that you're talking about, is two of them will be the same, or even three sometimes, and sometimes that's really right. bad. Yeah. But but I was going to say some of that is be, some of that is caused by uh, barter. You know, it's like you'll right. hear Home Depot spots, a couple of Home Depot spots in a break or something. Yeah. And it's not like the, the local uh, people are selling more. No, it's because they have to run those. That's yeah. true. Walter, can you... Uh, oh, you are muted. Go ahead, Walter. Well, yeah, that was, that was very good. Uh, I, I like that. Um, mm-hmm. uh, well, I loved it. I liked it as well. Um, and I, I, but I, I never got to hear the West Coast, and, and and some of the commercials were distinctively different. For example, the Wink Jingle, yeah. Canada Dry. We did not have that. Oh, yeah. Coast. The, the, the the jingle we had was Wink the Sassy One from Canada, from Canada, Canada Dry. Dry. We had that too. Not the one that you heard out on the West Coast. So hey, that Nesbitt thing sounded like that. That guy that was playing the lawyer in that, I think, was the guy that was opposite Raymond Burr and Perry Mason. I, sure that was him. It sounded a lot like him. I don't think it was, but the the, the makeup commercial uh, was was Bob Lewis from WABC. Bob Lou. Okay, I can, you, I can tell you that. So, Walt, did you and you like the you like that Drake Top Forty format? Uh, wow. Yeah, it was pretty good. Of course, he was the, the Drake was also the one that started that program called the. Uh, the history of rock and roll. Which, yep, I have no idea where you can find those. Um, if, those if, if you good. look, if you look around on the web, and if I don't even know if there are news groups anymore, but they, it is available, and it, it's definitely available. And the best ones were the ones that were narrated by uh, Robert W. Morgan and Humble Harv. So, yeah, definitely, uh, definitely uh, interesting. Okay, there's a history of rock and roll thing that they run on MeTV Music or MeTV FM. And Wink Martindale narrated, and then they right. Play, but that's a modern play, version. That, that's, yeah, that's, that's the later one. He, ju- he just produced now, Sean. Yeah, the ones okay. that people really like to hear, or or the or those older guys, are the ones that came out right at the end of February of 1969. That ran down the history yep. from 55 through 68. I think the one that Walter is referring to, what was done uh, in the early 80s, and it was on a lot of radio stations. Uh-huh. That was the one that yeah, was narrated by by Bill Drake. Yes, that's the one he's talking that's about. Correct. That's the one. And as a matter of fact, the national, the, when Bill Drake produced that National uh, History of Rock and Roll back in the 60s, that is now available or somewhere in Washington at the, Smith, at the uh, Library of Congress. So it is definitely an important piece of radio. Bill, yeah. I'm going to turn it over to you because we've got one more thing to go. And I'm, I'm, I've got, I'm we got a Red Sox game. Hey, hey, not only then, Jeff's got to get some coffee and take care of business. So thanks to <laughs> thanks to. Thanks to the panel. I'll, I'll kill you, Bill. <laughs> I know it. I know you're going to. But I kept it uh-huh. in between the lines, Jeff. I know you So did. thanks, everyone. <laughs> Appreciate it. And I'll try not to be so messed up next week. It was fun. It was play. fun radio. You know, you need to deal yeah. with the uh, adversities of life. It's, it's, time, it's you know. what it is. But here goes yep. Jeff's segment. Do you remember those old search commercials where you got two, two, two minutes at one? Well, this week my featured station segment is something like that. You're going to get two stations for the price of one. For 
First of all, let's travel to Miami, Florida. And we're going to listen to radio station WFLC-FM, owned and operated by Cox Media Group. The radio station dropped its top 40 format in favor of a rhythmic format. Next, we're traveling to Reno, Nevada. And we're going to listen to radio station KTHX-FM, owned and operated by Lotus Communications. This radio station dropped their alternative rock format in favor of a variety hits format. So without further ado, why don't sit back and enjoy these two radio stations on this week's edition of All Things Radio Live. It's 97.3, the rhythm of Miami, with 5,000 songs in a row. Uh-huh, this my sh- all the girls don't be like this. It's 97.3, the rhythm of Miami. Thanks for listening to Hits 97.3, The Rhythm of Miami. No need to change the station. We're commercial free. Commercial free hit music. Hits 97.3, The Rhythm of Miami. Say no. My bad habits get to you. I love it. It's 97.3, the rhythm of Miami. What would I be without you? Baby, without you. What would I be Free all day long. It's 97.3, the rhythm of Miami. It's 97.3, the rhythm of Miami. Another commercial-free hour brought to you by Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys. Call 1-800-747-FREE. That's 1-800-747-3733. WFLC, Miami, Fort Lauderdale. Do it again. Hit after hit. Woo! The Rhythm of Miami hits 97.3. You wanted it, so here it is. We're commercial free. Commercial free right now. Playing 5,000 songs in a row on Hits 97.3, The Rhythm of Miami.
Freak with 5,000 songs in a row. Woo! Hits 97.3, the rhythm of Miami. I've been everywhere, man, looking for someone, searching for you, babe. Hits 97.3, the rhythm of Miami. The Rhythm of Miami. Playing 5,000 songs in a row. You can walk to Disney and back. Gosh, and we'd still be commercial free. It's 97.3, The Rhythm of Miami. Miami. Hits 97.3. The rhythm of Miami. 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 I'm so new. Commercial free, and you don't even need to pay a subscription fee. Playing 5,000 songs in a row. Hits 97.3, the rhythm of Miami. What are we supposed to do? Hits 97.3, the rhythm of Miami. Thanks, Kendall, for listening to Hits 97.3, The Rhythm of Miami. Hi, this is Mike Murray. I'm part of the team that works behind the scenes here at 100.1 FM. With the ex retiring after an historic 31 year run, we have a difficult decision to make about what to put on 100.1 FM. And I say we. Because everyone's ideas and suggestions have been a big help. Here's some of what you've told us. We want a lot of music. Not a lot of commercials and talky DJs. We like all kinds of music. Not just rock or hip-hop or pop. We want to hear all the hits. The music we grew up with and the best new music, too. Please keep the emails coming to feedback at wearereno.com. And our comment line has been filling up, too, at 775-280-9336. Because we're building this station together. Let's call it 100.1 We FM. Are we ready? Cool. Do it. Hey, yeah. 
Broadcasting from a rusty old shack in Dayton. 100.1 KTHX FM, Dayton, Reno. Now, there's a station that plays all the hits. New ones, old ones, rock, hip hop, country, dance, rock. 100.1, we FM. We FM. We think you're ready for 100.1 We FM. This is how we do it. Hits you grew up with. Hits from today. Listen. 100.1 We FM. Well, there you go. Two radio stations for the price of one. We started things off by listening to radio station WFLC-FM from Miami, Florida with a rhythmic format. And we concluded things by listening to radio station KTHX-FM from Reno, Nevada with their variety its format. Now, if you have any comments concerning this part of the program, why don't let me know about it by email or voicemail. The email address here is Jeff. That's J-E-F-F Jeff at allthingsradio.net. Or you can call that feedback line at 800-693-0595. That's 800-693-0595. And at option two for the podcast team. For All Things Radio Live, I'm Jeff Bennett. This concludes another All Things Radio Live. Join us every Thursday at 6.30 p.m. Eastern for the latest radio news, interviews, caller questions and comments, station scopes, and more. Visit the show's official website at www.allthingsradio.net and visit the Legend website at legendoldies.com. Join us again next week for another All Things Radio Live on the Worldwide Legend.